0: The Chris and Joe show brought to you by Parker and Sons, heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A plus rating with a better business bureau. I'm Chris Merrill. He's Joe. Izinga. It is the Chris and Joe show. KTAR news. Joe, the I've seen the headlines today. We have, uh, people that haven't seen it. We have in the studio, um, monitors up that uh, show us. Capture uh, your Kung Fu. They, they Well, first of all, we've got the, the cameras oh, to show my Kung Fu. But we have monitors. TVs. Correct. That show us the different news. Uh, just to make sure there's no breaking news. Yes. Stuff. But uh, did you see, I think it was yesterday, they were talking about the dueling visits of the presidents to the southern border.
1: I did see this. How yes. Really yes. We've got President Biden. He's going to be heading to Brownsville, Texas. And, and I threw out to you, I said... How did I phrase this to you? I, I said something like, you know, Trump is going too, and you said, let me guess. Let me guess. Eagle Pass. Bingo. And, and I was like, like, how did
0: you know that? You said you read the story. I said, no, I just know that that's the hot, like, that's the big, that's, come on. This is where everybody's like, Eagle Pass, man. Eagle Pass. Eagle Pass. It's ground zero for the political game that is border security.
1: So- We've got Biden going to Brownsville. We've got Trump going to Eagle Pass. They're both in Texas.
0: Yeah. Biden had a few things to say, too. Oh, did he? Yeah, here's what he said.
1: Hmm. Asylum officers
0: and over 100 cutting-edge inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming across our southwest border. Nailed it. Wow. Is there a time that he speaks it doesn't sound like he's having a stroke? I just feel bad
1: for him for what he said there.
0: Th- Listen, I genuinely feel bad for the man. Every time he speaks, I'm like, is he okay? Somebody get him help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, he's going to be uh, he's stationed in Brownsville with uh, the uh, sh- a shot on borders. On the so the question he's
1: that good. I don't understand, too, is I understand why if you're Trump, Why you would go to you know Eagle Pass? You're saying this is the hot spot. It's where everybody would go. And
0: yeah, it's a strange deal where the governor has taken a stand against the federal government. And again, and the border patrol
1: running on the red side of things. And Texas, more of a red state. Yeah, very. But if you're Biden and you're running for president, I mean, let's just break things down real quick out there. I mean, four border states is what you've said. Southern border states. Four southern border states. California. That's, is one of them. that's firmly in Biden's camp. He's not going to lose California. Doesn't have to worry about California at all. How about New Mexico? Uh usually
0: leans pretty pretty blue.
1: And also not a lot of ele- electoral votes at stake there. No, too. nobody
0: cares about New Mexico.
1: Texas. Does Biden have any chance at winning Texas? Uh, I'll do the work for you. No, no. No. He does not. No. So why would he go to Brownsville, Texas, when many people out there say Arizona? Kind of a purple state. I think he had some things to say. Asylum asylum officers and over
0: 100 cutting edge inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming on our southwest border.
1: And you add that, (laughs) Joe, I don't know what you said there, man. You're giving all Joe's a bad name with that. (laughs) A story that that crossed my, my screen yesterday Wait a minute. Are you saying that he
0: should be? He should ignore Texas. He no. should ignore the the southern border in Texas. No. Okay.
1: But I am saying he could do himself a fa- a favor. Yeah. And potentially, people all across the U.S. say that Biden hasn't done anything on immigration. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't you go to Arizona, and a state that potentially you could win and you could sway in your favor? as opposed to going to Texas, a state that you have no chance of winning. Now, let's be honest here, too. Um, One trip to the border is not going to win anybody over, period. In fairness,
0: this is his second trip to the border in three years. But
1: any one random trip is not going to win anybody over. But if you're really looking at taking some executive action, and if you want to talk about how rough things are on the border, why wouldn't you go to a state that you could potentially win and I'll use a, you know, political term here. Expand the tent a little bit. Oh, maybe you, you don't just talk to Democrats and maybe you talk to, to some moderates and maybe some Republicans who say, you know what? No, I'm not convinced that Trump is my guy. Maybe I would consider voting for a Democrat. And then you add that with this, Chris, Arizona sector the headline arizona sector becomes number one hotspot for migrant crossings despite border walls and treacherous terrain they're talking about the tucson sector mm. and Sasebe. is it sasabee pablo that's how i've always pronounced it sasabee arizona very very small yes
0: pablo they felt racist
1: because you are even whiter than me it's true and pablo I, is a native
0: I, of arizona but both you and I grew up in border states too, so it's not like we're unfamiliar really? with the, the terror. Really, of living states. in a border state. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. The northern border. What terror did we have going on up there near Windsor? Listen,
0: I, I've been to St. Marie, and yeah, I can I'm tell listening. you. Listen, some of those trappers is can be an terrifying angry lumberjack up that is there. Correct. <laughs> You've never seen a, a captain with a corncob pipe in his mouth who's upset because the nor'easters have
1: grounded his ship. You're not wrong. I have, in fact, not seen that. But what I don't understand is, don't just look at Pablo. Don't don't just Pablo. Don't indulge him. Don't indulge him. No. Don't Go don't ahead. don't play into his demented parlor games over here. So the Tucson sector, anyway, is the uh, why is the hotspot. And I'm not even saying the Tucson sector, yeah. but it is the number one hotspot for migrant crossings. So if you're President Biden, yeah, and you're really considering taking executive action, trying to do something on the border, since all of that uh, bipartisan work that uh, Senator Cinema and others were working on ended up falling apart. Terrible. And you're now considering taking executive action. Why wouldn't you come to Arizona to announce
0: Are it? Are you saying that the border issue is inherently a political issue? <sighs> Are you saying <sighs> that it should be used for political gain and not... That there's a like, real concern? Just like,
1: just like everything else. But I'm also saying that he could do himself some favors. And by going to Brownsville, Texas, yeah. here's what everybody's going to say. He's just going there for the photo op. He's just doing the easy Wouldn't thing. Wouldn't they
0: say that if he went to someplace in Arizona? If he all of a sudden showed up at, at Lukeville mm-hmm. and uh, and says, yeah, well, there's a border is and made a run
1: for the border yeah. and, and
0: the troop was good. But at least I, then- would,
1: I would sit there and at least I would be able to say if I couldn't stand Biden yeah. or if I was, you know, not thrilled. With how, She's a gordina. Gosh, how could you like anything he's done on right. immigration? He's been brutal on it. At least I would say, man, at least he's going to... The sector where it's been worst, mm-hmm. if he went to the Tucson sector, yeah. at least he's seeing it with his own eyes, as opposed to, of course he's going there. That's the easy trip. Well, Brownsville's still got an issue, right? But The I, whole border has an issue.
0: Right, so I guess I would say, Joe, that uh, if he goes to Arizona, people would say well, he's only doing that because it's a purple state and he's trying to get the votes. Okay. Okay, from a political standpoint, is it possible? Isn't it an
1: election year? and isn't he, Wouldn't he want to go to the purple state to and try so to get the votes? It is what
0: it is, just do Lean it, Lean right? into it. Well, maybe... Just throw this out here. Maybe there's a push for Democratic candidates in Texas, and he believes that this might help some other down-ticket races. <laughs> maybe trying to undermine
1: Senator Cruz. I don't know. I guess that's possible. I think you're thinking way too deep I about know. that. I maybe mean, there was Biden a, can't even string a sentence together over there. Maybe there's a good DQ in, uh, in Brownsville. I did see in. him eating ice cream uh, yesterday. To have, I have the, it's good, Scott, chocolate chips. hmm <laughs>
0: Totally possible. Mm -hmm. So we've got entries in the United States on the rise. Cities are being overwhelmed. You talked about the Tucson sector being the, the busiest sector right now, not the Windsor Tunnel, as you um, hypothesized there, Joe. Hmm. You're going to learn why the city of Tucson, is, what they're doing. I hypothesized that? To ease their burden. <laughs> Sault Ste. Marie crossings are really at a peak right now. <laughs> yeah, You'll learn why the city of Tucson, what they're doing to ease their burden uh, in uh, Tucson. Yeah, uh, that is next. The Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News. Chris and Joe, afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app, The Chris and Joe Show. I'm Chris Merrill. He's Joe Izinga. It is The Chris and Joe Show. As we talked about the border surge, which sounds like it seems to be in Arizona, even though the current president and the last president are both going to Texas in dueling border visits. Here was uh, CBS News talking about uh, that Tucson sector.
1: Over the past four months, the Tucson sector has recorded a quarter of a million migrant apprehensions, the most of any region. All right, so that's the big one, right? That's the, a quarter of a million. Tucson sector, yeah. So we know that there is
0: what we call the push and the pull factor when it comes to immigration, right? Legal, illegal, uh, asylum seekers, whatever. There's a push and a pull factor. Mm-hmm. Some might call it the carrot and the stick.
1: Oh. Right? So I'm a big carrot guy. Some people
0: are coming to the United States because they're trying to get away from something like cartels. Right. This this woman CBS interviewed. this woman, uh, she actually got shot by one of the cartels. So while she was trying to cross the border. So is this carrot? This would be stick. Like the reason to leave is because it's bad there. Got it. We
1: met Maria just hours after she said she had been shot by Mexican cartels on her way to the U.S. That's crazy. Estaba sangrando? Were you bleeding? Sí, estaba sangrando. Mucho me estaba sangrando. A lot. Maria said she was so scared she did not feel any pain. Undeterred by border walls, violent Mexican cartels, and a treacherous terrain, hundreds of migrants like Maria are crossing the Arizona desert each day. All
0: right, so she's here again. That's the push. She's got to get away from them.
1: Mm -hmm. The pull
0: would be that the United States is largely viewed as the land of opportunity. Milk and honey elsewhere, right? That's the carrot. Like, I'm going to something better. I thought the opportunity was you won't be shot here. Well, that's the pull. That's the push, right? Mm -hmm. That's the stick. So um, people may come in and- Listen for some people it may be different it might be both mm-hmm. it might be things are terrible here and things are great there It might be I, I need to go anywhere except here and the United States seems like it's safe, mm-hmm. right? And it might be just uh, hey the United States looks like it's gonna be better. So that would be the pull, right? So mm-hmm. we know that that's going on, but we are seeing incredible numbers and I If I'm being honest We're always on I'm confused by what? I feel like we're getting a lot of mixed numbers when we talk about border crossings, and we're we're being told of what, a quarter million. That's people. what CBS
1: just said. Okay,
0: but that's not a quarter million people who are just crossing the border. We actually have that in like daily. If you take a look at people who are crossing ports of entry, that's normal, right?
1: No, there's millions plus who are, are
0: here. So when we, but when we talk about the quarter million. Those would be not not illegal necessarily, because if somebody comes to the board, the port of entry and says asylum, that's not illegal. But that also isn't what we would consider normal migration across the border. Play CBS again
1: over there. OK, let's hear because right. I want to hear that 250,000 number. Yep. Right, here we go. Over the past four months the Tucson sector has recorded a quarter of a million migrant apprehensions the most of any region Okay,
0: so it's apprehensions then That's a great great term. So mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean people who are Apprehended crossing between ports of entry So if somebody is if a coyote gets you to the border and you get over the fence and you're trying to traipse uh, through the Sonoran Desert I That would be an, that would be an apprehension, right?
1: Yeah, we, we're good at math uh, on okay. the radio, do some math on the radio So 250,000 divided by 120 days, that's the last four months. Yeah. It's a little over 2,000 people a day.
0: In just that one sector? Yep. Okay. And Which is very feasible. Sure it is, especially yeah. if it's people coming to Lukeville Port of Entry in... I mean, isn't that Gatos was telling us a story about how he was coming back from Rocky Point? Didn't Mm -hmm. he go through Lukeville and he said he saw like 50 people Mm -hmm. and he asked the guy there how many people and the hundreds? Yeah, the agent there he said about 500 a day. That's just at that one port of entry. Mm -hmm. But that's not people who are trying to get over a fence or cross a river or being
1: apprehended uh, in the desert. Nearly as much of that is going on as what was going on, you know, a decade or more ago. Now it's it's changed and now migrants are told, hey, hand yourself over. Right. To, and it's not to just people control. from Mexico
0: either. Now you have people from Cuba, Venezuela, and Haiti, and things like that. From everywhere. Hmm. What happens once they get here? Because I know Tucson all of a sudden is saying, we got no room at the inn.
1: Oh, uh, once they get here, to me, it becomes a big game of cat and mouse. And the U.S. Oh, so. it is the cat trying to keep tabs on the mouse and there are millions of mice running around and the problem becomes we don't have enough border patrol we don't have enough judges to Mm -hmm. hear these cases asylum claims all these things so we just have millions of migrants loose in the u.s and most of them Pretty much all of them can't get legal jobs if they don't have legal status here. True, which is why the
0: E-Verify thing has become a big deal in in Arizona. Well, you
1: could still argue that if you're a migrant, you're still better off here because if you legitimately do have an asylum claim and you were in fear for your life and felt Mm -hmm. like you were going to die in whatever your home country was, I would hope that at least you're somewhere where you've got a relative or somebody here that can protect you. But yeah, good luck getting employment or doing something where you can, you know, Make a living, so legally, right, yes. Yeah. So that to me becomes the game of cat and mouse. And you know, again, that border bill that we were working on was going to bring in more judges, bring in more border patrol, try to make the process better. I'm under no illusion that it was going to make things perfect. No, but I think it wasn't. It even our first show, you and I talked about how is it a good first step. I was willing to at yeah. least look at it.
0: Yeah, I believe that uh, Mike Johnson, the speaker, said it was a non-starter. Like. And we thought maybe it should be a starter. No, so nothing
1: is better than than something. So
0: again, I come back to what I asked you in our first segment: Mm -hmm. Are we finding out that the border is more of a political football than it is an actual crisis? I feel like the crisis part. Consider this: suppose that you are somebody and you are in Guatemala. Am I saying that correctly? Am I supposed to say Guatemala? Guatemala's
1: fine. Look, <laughs> Pablo just got the see, shivers when I said hell. I'm allowed to do that. Whatever you just did I was was like Biden. We're getting new cameras into the
0: studio and when that happens, uh-huh. you're gonna see Pablo's reaction. You just shivered when I said Guatemala. Like, oh, no, don't say that. Yeah. So imagine that you're in Guatemala. Yeah. And uh and you go, I want to go to the United States. huh. And so maybe you even go to the 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 embassy. Mm-hmm. And they go, Yeah, yeah, we, the No. It'll be like 30 years if you try to do it legit. Mm -hmm. Why would you not try to cross into the United States and take the asylum path? At the very least, give it a shot because the other way is just not
1: going to happen. Well, you would argue that that's a long and dangerous journey. You could be raped, killed.
0: If I stay in my crap village that's run by the cartels, I could be raped and killed, too.
1: Maybe. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I've never traveled through several countries. I don't know, but it it sounds like a fairly awful journey, but yeah. thousands are making that voyage because they are in fear for their lives, or at least that's what they say. I'd stop in Mexico.
0: I know the cartels are still there, but at least i speak the language better.
1: Well, I feel like I'd have a better chance of getting a job. What was the name of the... It was basically like if you flee your country you have to stop in the next, do you know what I'm talking about, right? You have to stop stop in the first country that basically will protect you. You can't just pass all the way through to the U.S. And theoretically, that would have cut down on the amount of people from the Sudan, from China, from Ecuador, from Morocco, from all of these countries that are not Mexico and Canada of people trying to get into the U.S., Sure, you still might see Cuba, you still might see Mexico, but you're not going to have all these, you know, I just feel like South the American not countries get any and others
0: until we take action to try to make it better. I, I feel like just doing the
1: same thing over I, and over it's again get is not worse. Gonna- I think it's going to keep getting worse. Oh, I think you're
0: totally right. We're just not doing anything to make it any better whatsoever. We're not. Uh, walk to end heart disease and stroke with the American Heart Association's Phoenix Heart Walk. Every step you take, every dollar you raise will help save lives and make our community a healthier place for everyone. Join the Phoenix Heart Walk Saturday, March the 23rd at Wesley Boland Memorial Plaza. Head to the contest page, KTAR.com, for more information. A world without men is definitely coming. And some people just don't know when to call it quits. That it's all you. in today's volley. Service is up next in the Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News. It's the Chris and Joe
2: Show.
0: All right, Chris Merrill, Joe Weisinger. It's the Chris and Joe Show. We touch on the other big headlines at about 3.30-ish every day, and we ask life's most important questions. And we'll tickle your brain bone with the volley. Joe, I believe service is yours, my mm-hmm. friend.
1: Yes, it is, Chris. Macy's familiar with them? I am. They're going to be closing 150 what they're terming underproductive stores nationwide. Okay. They say that over the next three years, the department store is going to enter a bold new chapter, Chris, mm-hmm. to combat declining sales, is what they announced today. Okay. What I want to know is which store in your lifetime are you the most bummed that it went under? <laughs> Oh, it could be a restaurant, could be a department right. store. Could be a Kmart or a Blockbuster or Dude, a, something I, along those lines. The easy one for me. Oh. Did you say Blockbuster? Yeah, I love that one. Oh. Uncle Wayne. He owned he was the founder Uncle Wayne of Blockbuster. Uncle Wayne, Isaiah. Wayne No. Oh
0: yeah. I think Circuit City. Circuit City, sense, really? Yeah. Or CompUSA. Do you remember the CompUSA stores? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're probably. Because you're a computer oh, guy. Oh, to that effect. You know mm-hmm. what? You know, Absolutely, without a doubt, same vein, Fry's Electronics. Mm. And it's only been closed for a little while. But okay. I loved Fry's. I went to the one that was there in Tempe all the time. I would live to about five miles from it when I was in Mesa, and I
1: loved it. I like that you're thinking big box store too. I was going to throw at you. Were you ever a Bill oh, Knapp, Bill Naps guy back in Michigan? Bill
0: Naps, yeah, It was great. Used to do birthdays there. But I mean, if we're going to go small town like my parents' store, kind of sad that that place closed. They ran an the electrical retail store. Oh, they're going to be mad at you. Here's right.
1: Circuit City, Comp USA, All right. parents' yeah. store. That's like a last yeah, I mean, on the
0: list. Not great for the family economy. All right, Pablo. That's like Radio Shack for me, but a little bit. But uh, yeah, in the valley,
1: guys, there was a. Uh, Store called Smitty's, and it was like the first that had a snack bar, a pizzeria. You also had a like a jewelry section and sporting section, along oh, with yeah. the groceries. Nice. Smitty's was the best pizza, and they closed down. I don't know if they merged, but I know a lot of Valley people are like, you know they—they they know that yeah, one. Yeah, sounds do. like the a modern-day Bucky's kind of.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. First thing I thought of, which is opening in in Goodyear, right? Chris Cavalli is yours. Some wealthy snobs are starting to really up their game when it comes to toothy payouts. Some are reporting the Tooth Fairy leaving hundred-dollar bills mm. and Louis Vuitton bracelets. Louis Vuitton bracelets. <laughs> yeah. How much is too much to
1: leave for a chomper, Joe? Twenty dollars is the the right amount. If the tooth fairy is is dropping more than twenty, yeah, man, that that's a tooth fairy I would love to have seen. I
0: gotta tell you, inflation since nineteen eighty seven has yeah. really gone up. Am I right, Pablo? For like, I was excited to have a dollar. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It
1: was like a dollar back in my well, day. Was but was like, huh. well, the kids these days deserve—they definitely deserve no, a no, scholarship no, to no, Harvard. Not a twenty for every tooth. Oh, just the first tooth. Just like odd tooth could. The max is twenty. Okay.
0: All right. Depending how yellow it is.
1: So, when I was growing up, we still had food stamps. So, I was happy. <laughs> you got if more I saw, stamps. Like, the purple one? I'm like, yeah! <laughs> yeah!
0: Not the brown one, the purple one! <laughs> you want to mention how much I love this man? Yes. Now they got eat- oh, I love so. this guy. All right, Joe, your, your serve, sir.
1: Mm hmm. So, I. I- <laughs> <sighs> Purple food stamp. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how to even set this one up. There is a uh, a personality on social media known as Clue Haywood. Are you familiar with him? Yeah, them? I follow Clue. Okay, so then then you know what he was up to. He decided over the weekend to visit the state's 26 casinos. In 48 hours. I
0: loved following the journey.
1: Did you? I did. You followed it. I did. So I want to know, in this vein, because I I didn't look at all the tweets and everything, but Uh he went to all 26 casinos in Arizona in 48 hours. I've been to a few around the valley, one or two down in Tucson. I know of one up in Prescott. I've never been to it. Uh But I want to know if you could stop at one of everything. Yeah. So like he went to all of the casinos. Right. Okay. So you're basically stopping at... All of everything in Arizona. It could be a restaurant, a national park, professional sports teams. What That's would be your one. man? I'm going to hit all of the, you know,
0: whatever's McDonald's in Arizona.
1: McDonald's in Arizona or national parks. Or what would your man? I'm going to Fry's
0: electronics. Oh, no. no. Uh, that was the last one. Uh, dead malls. Dead malls? Yeah. Okay. I would visit all the dead malls. I would go. Have you ever been inside one? Um, I've been inside some malls that are not quite dead. Mm. Uh, I went into Christown this last weekend. Mm. Yeah, I haven't been in there in a long time. I, I went met-
1: into Metro Center just before it. Just closed. before, uh, I was at. Uh, I
0: lived close to uh, uh, Fiesta Mall. Mm-hmm. And I went to that just before it closed. I Had a great Dillard's outlet store in there, so it's kind of creepy. But I love walking oh, through cool. the history of it. Yeah, so it's I would try to visit cool. a bunch of dead malls, the ones that are still there. Pablo, anything come to your mind? In and Out Burgers.
1: Uh, Try to get, yeah You might see a lot of uh youth Goons? violence Oh yeah, no, my no gosh, Like, that. No, like the you? hamburger bro All right, you go there's, out there? there's some on the west side I know there's one on Bell by my house uh, somewhere yeah. We so know why you want to go, by go by there Pablo house. You like yeah. those those bouts that go on at the In-N-Out Burgers get a couple of kids to fight each other Plus there's a secret menu that I don't know nothing about So people in front of me, they're like, can I get an animal Three by three with yeah! a pattern? And I'm like, wow Wow.
0: It's a a different one. I just want a hamburger. (laughs) All right, Joe, final story. Scientists say that the Y chromosome, that's the one that only men have that makes us manly. Yeah, that could be disappearing. I believe even uh, Pablo has two Y chromosomes. He's that manly. Mm. Uh, The Y chromosome is deteriorating and, as you just mentioned, will disappear, they say, in four and a half million years, which would make having children very difficult. (sighs) Will mankind last even long enough for this to be a concern? Yes. All right, that's Yeah, very, no, we're gonna stick around. We've only been around for like a hundred thousand years. You think we're gonna make another four and a half million?
1: Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I mean maybe not four and a half million, but we're gonna stick around for a we're while.
0: Screwed it ourselves. It's taken a hundred thousand years to really get ourselves to the we brink of destroying another, the whole planet. We but got you're at like, least no, another
1: hundred thousand years. Okay. Uh huh. But it's
0: four and a half million, Joe. Not a hundred thousand, nah. it's four and a half million. Who's counting? Okay. Will
1: right. well, we, we be will be in this form, or like, are we gonna just humankind or something? Yeah,
0: okay. I'm sure there's gonna be mutations. Yeah, but it just yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm confident in the human you, race. Human race. Yeah. Anything yeah. Let's around? go. Human race. Let's go. Human race.
1: Speaking of race, NASCAR returns to Phoenix Raceway March 9th through 11th for the Shriners Children's 500. Get ready for a a thrilling experience as NASCAR heads west. Drivers like Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott take on the Desert Jewel. For your chance to experience this, head to the contest page at KTAR.com right now.
0: And speaking of uh, racers, we've got a little of this, a little of that, a dash of the outrageous, and a race car driver. You're going to get a taste of what the recipe for the rest of your afternoon should entail. Next, KTAR News Chris and Joe. Afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR
1: News 92.3 and the KTAR News app.
0: I'm Chris Merrily. As Joe Izengel, you'll find us on Twitter at Chris and Joe KTAR. On Facebook, Chris and Joe, KTAR, on the gram, The Chris and Joe Show.
1: Chris uh, Gatos joins us here. I have a uh, piece of audio that uh, Pablo's going to play for us real quick here. You have to tell me what the (coughs) heck was I going for earlier in the show here.
0: I believe service is yours, my Mm -hmm. friend. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is, Chris. Okay, I didn't call any attention to that, but I heard it too. I believe
1: service is yours, my Mm -hmm. friend. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is, Chris. Mm -hmm. Pablo says I was going for Kermit. I didn't even realize Mm -hmm. I was doing that. What -hmm. is that?
0: I
2: mean, sounds like a broken foghorn, doesn't it? I don't know. Maybe a little nauseous. Actually, that that sound maybe a little bit nauseous. <laughs> yeah, I, I would go away from that. It sounds like a bad cartoon sound effect. I would. I wouldn't use that sound anymore. I didn't even realize was. I
0: did it. I think they sound like uh, Mister Hanky? Like.
1: Hey, yeah. Yeah. right uh, more more importantly chris and i Gatos, were we're talking about this uh this big story that we learned today about the gilbert goons uh cover-up of preston lord's fatal beating yeah and uh h- how it began uh minutes after the attack according to a, a former employee of a company i know that bruce and you are also going to uh dive into something else goons related here
2: um yeah you know the um the bare knuckles excuse me, brass, brass knuckles, knuckles. Yep. Uh, situation. Mm-hmm. So um, the goons used brass knuckles Many times to hit kids, punch them, uh, sucker
1: they, punch them, sometimes back of the head, Some Yeah. Yeah,
2: while they weren't looking. And so, you know, all those weeks ago, we had uh, Connor, who's a high school kid, he got hit uh, at the In and Out in the back of the head with the brass knuckles. And if it was just an inch over, he's dead. That's what the doctor said. That's so crazy. Connor said, I'm going to do something about this. And he tried to get uh, brass knuckles banned. And it looks like today, uh, Senator John Kavanaugh was the one that tried to push this bill through, and it appears to be dead. Mm. And so at four, we're going to talk about, well, why is it dead? Um, why do all these other states have brass knuckles, um, you know, uh, uh, banned? And what's Connor going to do? So he's going to join us. He's a really, he's a terrific kid. I mean, you know, you if you get hit in the head and you're a high school kid, you know, <laughs> And it, like I don't know what I would have I, I, what I would have done, but it wouldn't have been what Connor did. Connor went out in front of the media. He came on with us, and he started pushing this that hey hey we don't need this on the street. These are the the, the goons are using these brass knuckles, and uh, and he really took this upon himself to try and better Arizona. And it looks like it didn't work. So I'm curious to see what he's going to do now.
0: Especially when their whole thing is that they're they're worried about the Gilbert goons and their retribution, right? Yeah. So I mean, this guy basically said, okay, you beat me up it's once, a great point. Yeah. and you you're threatening to do more damage to me or my
2: family. And he went out in front of everybody and and said, forget you guys. I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to do what I think is right. And he doesn't believe that brass knuckles should be legal in Arizona. There are like 30 other states, I think, that have them banned.
0: Does it come to any surprise to you that there might be people behind the scenes working to cover up what's going on? I mean, when we found out that there's this potential whistleblower today, and you saw the article from the Arizona Republic uh, Gators. Yeah, yeah. When you saw that, any shock at all? I mean, I thought okay, finally, we're getting what we all thought was going on.
2: Well, it's a parent who's trying to uh, cover this up and then blame another kid. And so does that really surprise me? No. Um, That dad did this, that he hired a few people to do this? No, that doesn't surprise me. I'm waiting for the cover-up with the police chief. I'm waiting for the cover-up with the school system. Uh, I'm waiting for the districts. I'm waiting for the cover-up, certainly from the mayor's office, because that's the one we need to hear about. Because I think it's a cover. You think there's more going on oh, God, behind yeah. the scenes?
0: Of course. How does that come out then? I mean, we have to have an outside audit somewhere, yeah. right? But I mean, at some point, I don't know if it's uh, Arizona DPS that steps in and takes a look at it or if it's, uh, you know.
1: Other police departments. Yeah, yeah you mentioned Arizona else. DPS. I wouldn't go as far as you went, Kados. So I, I definitely think there's other parents out there mm-hmm. who probably would do anything, including going about it illegally to protect their kids. Mm. I don't know if that's going on with the cops and the mayor out there. Went
2: on for a year and nobody did anything. Yeah, I mean yeah, right come about on. That. You can't be that bad at your job. Well, you could be. I guess that's a- Maybe you could, like, but I don't their think
0: excuses. Listen, I'm not a bad guy. I'm just bad at
2: my job. I don't think that's the case. This is me. I don't think it's the case. I think that uh, some of these kids involved had parents in high places.
1: Oh, no doubt. I mean, the, the wealth, the fact that they were, you know, some of them were business owners and they were largely all pretty wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it.
0: All right, I'm looking forward to Outspoken okay, with Bruce St. James and Gatos. Yep. Sounds like you got a great show on tap again. Yep. Thanks, you guys, are, guys. You guys are knocking it out of the park. I love listening to the show. Appreciate it. It comes up after we check on news with Becky Lynn. That is straight ahead. I'm Chris Merrill. Joe, do you have anything to add? Nope. Joe Azenga, Chris Merrill, Chris and Joe Show. KTA Air News. Talk tomorrow.